Well, another election cycle is upon us, and here we have all the the rallies going on and the advertising. Oh, the advertising! Every third commercial is a uh, on TV or or the radio is a uh, an attack ad against somebody. Um, but what fascinates me is the rallies, the rallies on the both the left and the right, uh, with Trump having a rally and, and then Obama having a rally and uh, the uh, the. Um, incessant uh, need to find someone to take responsibility for my life. And that's what I want to share with you today, is this, this underlying sense of victimization that many people uh, express these days uh, who go to these rallies, who are looking to charismatic uh, political figures to somehow be their answer. Or they buy into conspiracy theories, or they buy into some kind of a, a, a movement of other victims uh, uh, that that they can relate to and can uh, affirm them in their victimization, and then then they can all gather together and and wag their fists toward heaven and and towards the uh, the, the government and and uh, even resort to violence and and other forms of. Uh, of uh, low character behavior in order to uh, be justified because after all, they're victims. So it seems to me that what is seriously lacking in all of this conversation is personal responsibility. If we are looking to a political or even a religious figure, to be our savior, to be the one who uh, validates our sense of victimization and gives us a cause, gives us a movement, gives us a reason to to rally together and shake our fists and and curse and swear and and uh, threaten violence and and again, this is on the left as well as the right. I don't care if someone's landing in Antifa or they're fascists. It, it doesn't matter the the extremes in either way, because let me tell you this: none of it has anything to do with the kingdom of God. None of it. Now I know there are those on the left, and there are those on the right, who uh, political right and left, who hijack the name of Christ in order to get some religious fervor whipped up, as if God is on their side, as if, as if God is behind them in their victimization. You know, Jesus called Simon the Zealot to be one of his disciples. But he called Simon the Zealot. Now, Zealot, of course, in, in first century uh, Israel, were those who chose to to stand up to Rome and exercise something of a guerrilla warfare, an ongoing guerrilla warfare of uh, movement to to circumvent the the rule of Rome in Jerusalem and throughout Israel. But Jesus calls Simon away from that. He didn't call Simon because he was a zealot. He called Simon out of being a zealot. 
and to be an ambassador instead for the kingdom of God. So while it is very fashionable to get caught up in one side or the other right now, and it's very easy to do so, it's very easy to listen to the social media, uh, whether it's, it's Fox or MSNBC or whichever side you want to fall down on and get whipped up into a frenzy or allow it, if nothing else, to um, impose on you this, this subtle paranoia, the subtle fear. I hear about people and I talk to people throughout the week who are fearful of what's going to happen at the midterm elections. I hear people are, are bracing themselves for violence and for chaos and so on. And that just burdens me, especially if these people are Christians. And it just tells me that they have gotten too caught up in this world, too caught up in the things of Caesar, too caught up in the, the, the thinking that somehow that government owes them something or that government is their answer. Why would you be so angry and hateful, whether again on the left or the right, towards government, unless you really thought somehow that government owed you something and you were being deprived of it. You were being uh, a victim. That, that your life has turned out bad because somehow someone, somewhere, some entity has uh, robbed you of your happiness. There are even people that I do counseling with who are... Um, that way towards God. They're a victim of God. That somehow they're stuck in their circumstances. They're stuck in their finances. They're stuck in their relationships. They're stuck in their depression. And they blame God. And so, here's the deal. Christians, if no one else on the planet, need to model personal responsibility. I refuse to be a victim of Caesar. I refuse to be a victim of the government. I refuse to be a victim of the media. The proper stance towards of the Christian towards government and towards those in authority is to pray for them, acknowledging that there is no authority except that which comes from God, and then to go about your life. I mean, I'm not saying that we should be apathetic or that we should be uh, uncaring about what happens in the political and social realm, but we must acknowledge our degree of ability to, to do anything about it. We have, a, we have a greater calling. If you are in Christ, you have a greater calling, and that is to be an ambassador for the kingdom of God. That's why I say the most patriotic thing you can do is pray for authority. That's the most patriotic thing you can do. Pray for good government. But don't get all caught up trying to make that happen. Don't get all caught up trying to create some kind of either uh, leftist or rightist utopia. 
and then deceive yourself that you're doing it for Jesus. That's not your calling. The Lord Jesus is not calling you to carve out for yourself some uh, uh, political and social utopia in the in the um, suburbs of Wyoming someplace. Nor is he calling you to create some kind of a, a mission field for uh, social justice in downtown Seattle. No, he's calling you to be a ambassador for his kingdom. A kingdom that is characterized by righteousness, peace, and joy. And a, king, and a kingdom that is characterized by personal responsibility. Now, where do we start with that? Well, I tell young people, if you really want to begin to change your life, go make your bed. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but go make your bed. Pick up your room. Ask your parents how you can be helpful to them today. Take out the garbage without being asked. If you really want to change your life, look for some way to be helpful today. And then, and then find a way to make the best use of the gifts that God has given you, both natural gifts and spirit-imparted gifts. I said to somebody recently, Somebody was espousing to me really a very typical Marxist, oppressed class view of things. I said, there's really only one question here. And that is, will I be a victim? That's really the only question that life poses us. Will I be a victim? And life forces us to answer that question. We can't get around it. We can't avoid it. We can't do anything but be forced to answer that question. And if you avoid answering that question, then you've already answered it. So everybody will answer it. You will answer it. If you're listening to my voice right now, that question is before you today. Will I be a victim? Or will I do something? Will I take action? even if it's as simple as making your bed. And so there's the beginning. There's the beginning point. May, even if it's as simple as self-care, good hygiene, good food, moderate exercise, do something and stop blaming the government. Stop developing some kind of insane conspiracy theater theater. A theory that there's people out there who are conspiring to ruin your life and rob you and 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 oppress you. It's all that will happen, my friends, if you buy into that, is that some strong man or woman will come up and manipulate you. They will inflame that sense of victimization in you, and then present themselves as your savior, and you'll end up being just like the people in Asia Minor, the Roman citizens in Asia Minor, who cried out in the first century, Caesar is Lord and Savior. Don't go there. There is one Lord, there is one Savior, and it's Jesus Christ. And the leading characteristic of a functionally adult, 
functional adult person in Christ is personal responsibility for your finances, for your health, for your relationships. The people who should eschew victimization the greatest are people who are in Christ. Well, there's my thought for the morning. I really hope you hear this. I hope you take it the thought, especially as we go into the midterms and there's going to be all of this stuff going on, perhaps. I don't know. But society is in a moral decline. The American society continues to and be in a moral decline. It's been moving that way for decades and it's picking up pace. And it's all tied to victimization. I can do and behave any way I want to with impunity because I am a victim. Don't go there. Repent of victimization. That's the only thing you really can do with it, is repent of it. So how will you answer that question today? How will you respond? Will you be a victim? Or will you take action? I pray that it's the latter for you. Amen.